Health Radio. Here are your hosts, Ian Jessup and Corey Yelland. Welcome to another episode of Cannabis Health Radio. I'm Ian Jessup. And I'm Corey Yelland. As many regular listeners are aware, with this podcast, we interview people from around the world who have used cannabis to treat very serious illnesses and diseases. In some cases, doctors have given up on them and offered no hope. And we do this to help as many people as we possibly can with inspiring stories of those who have made remarkable, positive changes in their health through the use of cannabis. Our mission at Cannabis Health Radio is to make a difference in the lives of others. But we can't do this alone. We need your help. To assist us in continuing our work, go to the donate page on our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com. And make a financial contribution today. You can find various ways to support us, either through a one-time donation or a monthly contribution through Patreon. This is listener-supported radio, folks, and we do need your help, both in helping others and to keep us up and running. Please make a contribution today. Both Ian and I thank you for your support, and thank you for listening. Our guest today injured his foot in an accident 10 years ago, causing him considerable pain, discomfort, along with balance problems. He researched cannabis, which led him into forming his own companies in the Netherlands, and he's starting one in Spain. And joining us is Martin, and Martin doesn't want us to use his last name, which is fine. Martin, thanks for doing this. We greatly appreciate it. You're welcome. Good evening. Tell nice us- to be Tell us about the accident that damaged your foot. What happened? Uh, I worked in the harbor, and I was I was lashing and securing of cargo uh, in an exporting in whole Europe, whole, the whole wide world, and a forklift of sixteen thousand kilos just drove backwards and hit me. Ooh. Didn't saw me, and my foot was the the wooden block. And yeah, he he run me over, and with that amount of force that came uh, free, uh, I jumped from st- standing still three and a half meters uh, into a pile of water, and the damage was done. Was done. What did the doctors say about the damage to your foot? The first doctor um, said, "Yeah." Just put some bandage around it and go to your own hospital in Rotterdam and um, yeah, see it out through through the weekend because it was also Friday evening. So the whole weekend I was sitting at home having a lot of pain and at Monday I went to the doctor in the hospital and they told me uh, my calcaneus was broken at different places it scattered uh, a piece of bone fragmented uh, off of my wrist Um, and they couldn't do anything they had to, they, there was one option with one specialist in Holland, and he had to operate me directly within the five hours it was happened. They didn't, so yeah, I have to live with it the rest of my life. 
So surgery had to happen within five hours, and of course, yep. this was about 48 hours later, and there's nothing they could do. It's 72 hours later. 72 yeah. hours. Yeah, your math is better than mine. No worry. <laughs> <laughs> so no how has this impacted your life? Tell us about that. I had an, uh, a good, stable life. I had a big house. Uh, I had a girlfriend. I had a steady income. I earned a lot of money in monthly. I had a steady contract. And it was the job of my life. I was doing it. I loved it. And making a lot of money, working a lot of hours, but I loved it. And then from I've got HDAD, and I love to work 90 hours a week. And if you're working 90 hours a week and you have an accident and then you're sitting at home 24 hours a day, the walls will come after you. Mm-hmm. Because I was ill, I went to the special uh, situation we have here in Holland. It's called an an illness law. Um, After two years, you kicked out of it. And yeah, you'll be left on your own. So that's what happened with me. Um, Went down the drain, uh, lost my job um, because they couldn't find another job for me fitted with my injuries. And yeah. It's uh, brought me right down to I didn't want to go. And then I will start looking for an, uh, another option, um, looking because the, I had so much pain and also the recovery of my uh, my, my illnesses were, were taking very long time. Um, I was with CAPS uh, for nine months. After nine months, I need to re learn to rewalk again and this comes with a lot of pain and with a lot of angerment because I was not capable of doing this anymore and this is very depth point in my life yes you mentioned uh, that when you t- took every step it was like stepping into seven knives yeah every step I have to take is like stepping into six seven knives um, this much pain I had at my feet so I went to the doctors um, first they sent me home with sleeping pills and taking pain medicine so they, pre- they prescribed me drugs but not the re- it's the, the pharmaceutical drugs and not the correct drugs that I wanted um, because I was smoking for my 12 years of age already ca- cannabis on regular basis and it helped me through the process of curing my feet but um, it wasn't enough so I was um, getting back to the hospital and they gave me pain medical painkillers um, I also was very depressed at that time uh, nobody wanted, wanted to help me uh, the government shut down shut me down uh, the doctors wouldn't prescribe me the, the Bedrocon medicinal cannabis that we have here in Holland um, so yeah I was walking through many walls with my uh, with my bad feet. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Martin, is your foot deformed? Uh, no, not in the, in the the actual position of my feet. Uh, it was broken. And uh, because they didn't put it in the correct co- position, because my foot feet was so swollen that nine months. Yeah. Uh, my feet is in an... Fifty-ish degree, not a ninety degree, but a sixty degree 
angle. So this is for me very hard to walk. Um, I with a lot. It's now a few ten years ago, and I can walk normally. But in days like today, it's raining a lot. I have a lot of pain, and walking is it not so easy as normal? Do you walk with a limp? Yeah, sometimes on bad days, yes. Yeah. And it's um, causing all the uh, damaging to my hip bones too, but also on my good side, on my left side, it's causing more um, more, more pain, more headache because it's the 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 weight is. I have moved my my weight balanced um, to my left side, so everything is balanced on my left side. Um, I compensated my right side and. Sometimes it's not not nice because uh, when you go to bed, I couldn't put anything on my on my feet. No blankets, no no towel, nothing. The weight of it hurts very much. Martin, when you said earlier that you were very depressed, did you ever contemplate suicide? No, no. I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm a good and a strong person in that. Um, there were some times that I was so far down the drain that I was how I need to get out of this. Um, yeah, just put some music on, smoke the big spliff, and everything comes. And yeah, start thinking a way of how to dissolve the problems you have mm-hmm. uh, instead of sitting down and say, "Oh, I'm so, I'm so hurt. I'm so, yeah, I'm a miserable guy," and uh, and so on. It doesn't help you. So no. um, you really need to help yourself also, and it's the way of thinking. Um, and sometimes mushrooms can do a lot of things <laughs> <laughs> to help you uh, uh, compete the fear, still anger, still depression, still yeah, many things. It helped me to open up my mind and being more um, thinking out of the box. Martin, when did you start to discover cannabis oil? You mentioned that you smoked and have been smoking since you were 12. Uh, yeah. But cannabis oil, tell us about that journey. In 2007, um, after I was sick of all the drugs that was prescribed to me from the pharmaceuticals, I was start looking for different options, and uh, I became a member of the Dutch uh, Medic- Medicinal Cannabis Club. And through this, through my doctors, through my illnesses, um, I was uh, applied to getting cannabis medicinal, medicinal cannabis from Vedrocom, the company here in Holland, only um, because my, doc- my doctor is not at a good feed with me. He's an old-fashioned man. He don't, didn't, do not want to prescribe medicinal cannabis for me. So I don't have the prescription. I have um, agreed, approved uh, from my pain specialist from the hospital. Uh, I have uh, approval from my uh, insurance company that was, they will say they will pay it fully. In two years ago, they gave me already the approval. And until this day, I still not receive any grams of Medrocan, medicinal cannabis. Because the doctors say, I don't know how to prescribe you. I don't know what the prescription is. I don't know how to write it out. I don't want to. I'm an old man. Um, 
And this is a lack in Holland, what we are having. Um, we have the company, we have the product. There are some pain specialists at the hospitals that say, yes, you can pres- go for this medicine and they can't prescribe it to you because the doctor won't do it. And then, um, yeah, I was, um, I bought my own, I heard about cannabis oil, I bought it at the first beginning and I had a lot of relief with it. Um, it, it stopped me smoking uh, more than like 30 euros a day of cannabis. Um, it reduced it to 15 euros a day on cannabis, so it halves my doses of weed smoking. And I didn't have a lot of pain anymore. How much oil were you doing in a day? Mm, just rice drops, three, four rice drops a day mm. in the beginning. And uh, as, as, as much as the pain goes up, I will take more. Take more, um, yeah. And because I was also uh, in a uh, uh, living off the expenses of the state, I don't have a lot of money, so right. I was trying to find ways to make my own oils, and I'm starting doing this because my curation also about the product and it helps, and it is it is nature one. I can make it my own, and. I was uh, doing investigation daily, about three to five hours to investigate what about cannabis, how to grow, what to do, how to make oil, how you make seeds still, in whatever cake, how you make cake still, tinctures, um, how to make everything. And yeah, then comes the curiosity, when I made my first batch, um, what was in it? I know I I made it, I did all my best, but... Um, yeah, I, I, I found a connection, a laboratory who, who wants to uh, test my sample. I need to pay for it, of course, but it was no, no problem because I really wanted to know the potential of my cannabinoids that were into, into my product I made. So I was very proud. My first test came back at 63% of THC. That's good. So I was... Yeah, I was very happy. <laughs> no doubt. In the beginning, and um, yeah, um, and so this began of the cannabis oil. So that must have opened a whole new door for you, being able to control your pain a lot, a lot better, and just have a different quality of life, a better quality of life. Yeah, yeah, and the quality of the cannabis I now get off the black market or a France or um, it's still better than the, the than the medicinal cannabis of Bedrocom from Holland. Um, they rate it, radiate their weed before they send it out to patients, mm. and I really don't like radiations. No, no, understand. Especially not on my natural herbs. Yes. Martin, what was your pain like when you were smoking, smoking every day? And what was it like after you started taking the cannabis oil? Give us some idea of of the pain level. The pain level, if I can give it a number in zero to ten, and zero is the less and ten is the most. In the beginning, I had a nine and a half. And when I smoked, that reduced it to a six. But it was still uh, up front 
And when I use oil, uh, it moves it to the back, and it will. I can give it a number of one, two, sometimes three. If I have a bad day, it will start. It will. It will be the four or five. But um, I have more good days than bad days in a year. So a significant impact. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then it improved my life uh, also. Um, I was a type like, um, I was like a ticking bomb. It was something, something was not good, like this, something needs to happen. I was exploding like a bomb. It was my HDID. Mm. Once, and, yeah. once you got your uh, pain relatively under control, did your mood change? The depression? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see the the life, the things more positive. Um, sometimes I can see also the negatives first because I had yeah been through a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, and it definitely my accident definitely changed my life, and uh, the oil changed it in a good way back. Yes. It's interesting, uh, Martin, interviewing these uh, the people that we do on, on this program, when people have these horrible health experiences, and for some people it really is horrible, but they recover from it using cannabis oil, and it takes their life in a different direction, in a more positive direction for most people. Would you agree, Corey? Absolutely, I would, yes. Yeah. And it makes I, it more livable. Yeah. Yes, yeah. very much so. And I think that's what's happened to you. Um, you had this horrible accident on the docks at Rotterdam, and you suffer pain considerably. You discover cannabis oil, and now you're starting uh, several companies to produce it legally in uh, the Netherlands and in Spain. And it's taken you in a direction that you probably never would have gone had you not had your accident. Correct? Yes. Yeah, correctly. Yeah, totally agree with that. Yeah. So tell us how you started your company. After a few years sitting at home, the walls will come at me, like I told you before. You you start thinking, yeah, I have to do something. So I started a head shop, smart shop and want to provide people with good intentions, uh, good information on how about to grow medicinal plants for yourself if you are capable to do. Uh, I can provide you with the seeds, uh, with the the nutrition, everything. So I did. I opened up my shop in 2012, and um, yeah, started and did my own thing we did nothing illegal um, that's uh, one thing I want to make sure we did nothing illegal <laughs> the I, uh, I worked with uh, on a lot of cannabis fairs through Europe with uh, the uh, machine called the vaporizer it's one of the first Dutch vaporizers uh, in, 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 in Europe my friend is the inventor. Uh, I help him out on the fair. So this is how I rolled in this cannabis industry. Um, start making more uh, contacts with more and more people. And yeah, from this um, one day, and I came back from a cannabis fair in Prague, the Cannafest, and they changed the law in Holland last March 2015. 
And in this law, it's uh, illegal to uh, have knowledge or give knowledge in, about growing, about having material uh, on stock, um, but only for big and illegal growth. I wasn't doing this. I was helping patients with my maximum that I sold was one one tent with one light and five plants in, five seats in there, and just for people to grow their own medicine to make their own their own oils. Just providing information and giving them the tools to do it their own. This is what the government didn't like, and they raided me my shop and uh, the the. I'm still now fighting against the government about this uh, case. The the reason why they raided my shop is um, I was illegally stealing electricity. Now they took the the meter and they did an investigation and there was nothing wrong with the meter. Um, the only illegal thing they say I did was just put the the plug into the socket. And use the power. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing more. Oh, so, you're a hardcore criminal. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and paying for this electricity also, also that was very uh, high hardcore criminal. Uh, I was so on this false accusations. They closed my shop. Uh, the the mayor in this town said, "Yeah, you're stealing electricity. You're providing uh, information." We're not uh, like to have in this. It's not into this city, and more of this this criminality, how I call it, because it's people. They don't know what they're what what they are talking about. Really, they are sitting on their asses, drinking wine three times a day, a bottle, and making decisions that destroys people's lives. I know it's the same all over the world. Yeah, so yeah. I don't have to explain myself more. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, we understand you completely. Now, the government of the Netherlands has voted in favor of allowing citizens to grow cannabis. And for listeners, smoking uh, cannabis in coffee shops is legal, but growing it was not. Does that change anything for you, Martin? Just this week is our new... Uh, new uh, how do you call it a new uh, a new law is just a, a voted yep. and it's for uh, against uh, re- regulating the back door of the coffee shops so it makes it now happen if the first chamber allows it because they need to vote also for it uh, it allows that the coffee shops are able to grow their own cannabis this is a step forward in Holland, yes. Um, for the medical patients, there is non-step step taken because it wasn't mentioned into this um, program or into this. Um, there's nothing said about uh, people are can grow about five plants for themselves. We got a gray area rule, like I call it. It's... Um, they allow you to grow five plants without any facilitate of a tent, uh, 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 no no suction, no filter, no light, no nutrition, nothing. Just plain nature into the garden. You can't make any. Uh, if your neighbor complains to the cop, 
to the police. Uh, they'll come and they will grab them. They will take them off. Also, when you are a patient, that is, does not make matter. It's the same like in the States. Uh, in some states, it is legal. But in the whole America, it is still illegal. That is what we have also a bit in Holland. Yeah, it's confusing all over. Yeah. Martin, why did you decide to start up a company in Spain? Um, <laughs> because I'm not able to do it in Holland. <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought maybe that, I thought maybe that was your answer. Yeah, I thought maybe that was your answer. <laughs> Time is money, and I need to restart. I need to start now. Also, um, I have my company Hamcher. We're providing uh, good products to people. Um, this company, it's just a, a matter of pe- demand. People are asking me about the product, so it is full foolish for me to to not do it. Um, I want to give people good products and i see what the all the companies are out there are doing now at the market like uh, cbd oil companies and what they charge the people for a less amount of cbd with this small amount of percentage strength into it uh, i think yeah they're ripping off people this is totally what i don't like martin with your foot pain and you're taking yeah. the the uh, cannabis oil do you ever yeah. rub the oil on your foot? Yes, I yes ish. I have a cream I make myself, uh, and there is in in this cream is I've stuffed into this cream cannabis oil, and this helps with a lot of pains, aches. If my skin is dry, it will help it uh, maintain the skin. I don't have any um, scar tissue. Yeah, I have scar tissue on the inside of my feet, but not on the outside. You can't see it on the outside. Um, but if I have, my cream will help this for this too. Um, and so I have a lot of range of products we made. Martin, what kind of products uh, do you carry? Can you describe some of them? Um, I'm sorry, can you repeat the question? I- what kind of products do you have? So you're mentioning a cream. You guys make yeah. oil, I assume, as well. CBD oil, do you? Or yeah, we make uh, high, uh, high as possible THC oils. Uh, we buy in from a steady, good supplier, European high CBD paste, pure, and we mix this together to make our base product. And depending on what people are asking and willing of kind of products, but we can make uh, capsules raw to suppositories, till uh, creams, to tinctures, till cookies, candies, uh, massage oils, till whatever kind of product you want. Uh, we make soaps. Um, there is a lot of variety. So pretty much everything make- across the board. I, I can make cakes, cookies, brownies, candies, uh, syrups. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you name it, I can make it with THC and CBD oils. Uh, what, what would you say the average age of your clientele are? <laughs> um, very virus. Uh, my youngest uh, client is four years old, mm-hmm. and my eldest client is 93 years old. Last week, turning 93 years old. Wow. 
and still partying like it's 1960. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I need to tell this because yeah, she wrote me a letter about thanking me about um, she is in an elderly home and she has a lot of acres, sores, um, not functioning good. She has arthritis. Um, she takes my oil and she says, "Oh, wonderful!" And she can. So we have um, walking racks or small carriage for walking for elderly people. And she pushes it on the way. It can walk without. Um, a long bit, a long. Uh, Part she need when she walks she needs to have the carriage so she can sit down but um, yeah she is more vital she loves to party good <laughs> like for her yeah. no she drinks uh, a, a, a glass of wine a week uh, and a small glass of advocate uh, it's an elderly with some liquor in it it's advocate okay yeah it's wonderful to hear stories like that yeah yeah and, it's really uh, great. Martin, is there anything you'd like to say in conclusion about uh, cannabis, your story, your company? Anything uh, you wanted to say to wrap it up? Uh, no, maybe um, my I have a dog. He's epileptic, and we give him CBD oils. And almost now, the last seizure he has was three months ago. Two, two and a half months ago, two months ago, uh, around New Year's Eve, the two days after New Year's Eve, he had the, uh, a big seizure and I gave him CBD oil and within one or two minutes, the seizure stopped. Uh, yeah, I have so a lot of people. Uh, I have a lot of ch- children, elderly people, normal people. I have people in business suits. I have people uh, that live on the streets that I help. Um, we have them in all different varieties. Mm-hmm. Martin, you're doing some wonderful work. It was a pleasure to talk to you, and all the best with your business ventures, and good luck with your foot. Thank you very much. Martin, good luck with the thank Cannabis you. Health Radio. Uh, thanks. Thank you so much, Martin, and uh, hopefully we're going to see you in Prague again. Of course, I will be there in Prague. <laughs> and if you are up to, you're always uh, always able to come to Spain if you want to. Love to come to Spain. <laughs> <laughs> nice weather there. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Martin. Thank you so much. Thank you. And there you have it, another edition of Cannabis Health Radio. Wherever you are in the world, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Cannabis Health Radio podcast. Visit our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com, and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Are you looking for the next great cannabis business to invest in? Then you need to check out the MJ Bulls podcast. Hi, I'm Dan Humiston. Join me each week as I speak to both cannabis entrepreneurs who are raising capital and cannabis investors who are investing capital. Our 10-minute episodes are perfect for the busy investor. Start listening to the MJ Bulls podcast today, wherever you listen to podcasts, and who knows, maybe you'll discover the next cannabis unicorn.